You are now tuned in to the My True Self podcast hosted by yours truly, Willow Young. Come join me every Thursday here on the podcast as we dive into discussions focused around self-improvement, motherhood, single motherhood, and yes, everything that goes with it, and so much more. So sis, what are you waiting for? Subscribe if you enjoy, and of course, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Without further ado, let's hop into today's chat here on My True Self. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the My True Self podcast. As you heard in this intro, I am your host, Willow Young, and welcome if you are new, and welcome back if you are a returning listener. It has been, let's say, a couple weeks since I have posted a new podcast episode. Sorry about that. A lot has been going on in my life recently, which I might touch on later down the line. Um, If you aren't following me on Instagram, that is literally the place where you can find out everything that's been going on, but it is too much to talk about in this one episode. But today I'm coming at you with a little bit of a different, not topic, but a little bit of a different, hmm form of content, I guess you could say. It is still a podcast episode, but today I'm just going to be sharing with you a replay of an Instagram live that I had done last year in August with one of my content creator and friends, single mom friends, Kiara Jasmine. Kiara Jasmine is a lifestyle and fashion content creator. She makes content on Instagram as well as YouTube videos, as well as she's a single mother. Um, And back in August, we had gone on Instagram live and had a very casual informational or informational or informative informational Instagram live discussion where we basically talked about the Instagram live was literally called co-parenting the good the bad and the ugly and so that is why I decided to call this episode that as well we talked a little bit about our own experiences as single moms as well as provided you all with some awesome tips to utilize in your own single mom lives and help you in your co-parenting situation. So this is definitely a podcast episode where you may want to do something that you need to do on your desk or in your office and also pull out a pad and paper and take some notes because we are going to dive into some nitty gritty things in this replay discussion. As always, whenever I have a guest featured on my podcast, I have to shout them out. You can follow Kiara at Kiara J Official on Instagram, and I believe her YouTube name handle is Kiara J. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it is helpful to you in any way, shape, or form, and let's get into this amazing discussion. Perfect. All right, so how we're going to um, like kind of organize it for those who have joined what we'll do is we'll kind of walk through the six ways to reduce single parenting stress. And then from there, we'll kind of go through some resources that we've consolidated. And then also keep in mind that these same resources will also be listed in the caption once I post it to my IGTV feed. So you guys will be able to reference that once it's um, up on IGTV. And then from there, we'll just kind of take it from there with our questions and kind of going through each um, tip and then how it kind of relates to us. Um, 
So thank you all for who have joined so far and um, joining us for our single, single motherhood, the good, the bad, the ugly, and six ways to reduce single parent stress. Um, I actually have my like little computer here, so I'm looking down if you guys see mm -hmm. me looking down. But thank you so much, Willow, for joining and for collaborating with me on this portion of um, Alive. And mm -hmm. I'm going to let you go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and share with my followers who you are so that they can get a better idea of who you are and the type of content that you post on your um, platforms. Hi, everyone. My name is Willow. I'm a 20-year-old mom to my one-year-old son, Sire. I create content here on my Instagram about my motherhood journey. Recently, it's really been specifically focused on co-parenting and life as a single mother, um, since I know that is a lot to deal with. I've had a lot of women really connect with my content based on that, so yeah. that has just been my main focus. And me and Kiara have connected recently really over that um, because yeah. of what she's been going through, so I'm so glad right. that we and it's, had it's this such little a chat. Cool. Yeah. Right. It's such a cool like concepts that we have these social media outlets to connect with other people that are going through the same thing that we are going through that mm -hmm. otherwise would not be a that we otherwise would not be able to connect with. So I really love yeah. um, social media for that aspect. Um, there's definitely some positives and some negatives to it, but um, we'll focus on the positives here. Um, mm -hmm. And then so for resources for single parents, I've consolidated a list of about eight different resources or seven different resources. So I will link them in their Instagrams and the IGTV in the caption once this is uploaded. But some to kind of name off a few are the parent team, uh, the co-parenting collective, which is like more so like funny, um, kind of seeing the humor in co-parenting, mm -hmm. um, co-parenting peacefully, uh, to home. And then for books that I have on my reading list that um, I plan on checking out of the library is Two Homes, One Childhood, Raising Good Humans, which I've heard really good reviews about, The Book You Wish Your Parents Had Read, and Childhood Disrupted. I will also have a consolidated list of seven co-parenting books that take the stress out of life post-divorce for those who are going through that. Um, um, and that list was consolidated by parents.com. So um, just wanted to give credit to them. And I also wanted to kind of share the legal definition of a single parent because I had a few people in my DMs saying that I wasn't a single parent because I'm technically still married to mm -hmm. my spouse. But I was like... No, I'm like, I am a single parent. So mm -hmm. um, the legal definition from Cornell EDU is an individual who's unmarried or legally separated from a spouse or partner and has one or more minor children from whom the individual has custody or jo joint custody or if they're pregnant. So if you're separated and you um, are pregnant mm -hmm. with the with um, a child from with your partner, um, that's till sets till still technically a single parent and i think we have to keep in mind that single parenthood takes on many forms and we shouldn't always just look at it from one point of view i don't mm -hmm. think that and i'm sure you feel the same like i don't think that i am offending or i am discounting single motherhood just because i am married or i'm married on paper but 
people don't know the behind the scenes of what's going yeah, on. They just know absolutely. what I share. So mm -hmm. I think it's important for people to realize that, that there's definitely some, you know, legalities to this and, you know, to just have an open mind and know that sometimes the, what you see is optics. It's not actually, you know, the full picture. So mm -hmm. One, so we're going to go into um, number one of six of tips on how to um, basically basically eliminate stress from parents parent uh, like co-parenting. And number one is it takes a village. So obviously this is pretty self-explanatory. All single parents need help, and whether it's someone to watch the kids while you're running errands, or maybe simply sit down and talk with someone when you're feeling overwhelmed, I think that we can both agree that having a village and having a support system is going to be the mo most important when you become a single parent. Yeah. And I would love to ask you, Willow, what are some of the key things that you've done to acclimate to single motherhood and um, to kind of eliminate some of the stress that you have accrued since becoming a single mother? Mm -hmm. um, well, something that's been really helpful recently is daycare. Um, because since being a single mother, my help has changed a lot. And so mm -hmm. getting used to having to do a lot of the things that I would usually, like when we were together, have help on. Um, I don't have that. So right. like just simple things like chores around the house or just something like this, like doing an Instagram live, having my son be at a daycare has given me that time to do the things that need to get done as well as um just having and obviously not everyone can do daycare so like having a grandparent or having a friend even to support yeah. is a really big help yeah I completely agree and up until this point Carter and I have I've been at home I'm a stay-at-home mom mm -hmm. I've been a stay-at-home mom for since before he was born and that was just based off of some unfortunate, you know, situations that occurred um, in the past. And it kind of was like, I have no choice but this. Um, but I think that a lot of times we take those things for granted, like daycare and things like that. And although it's a little scary with COVID and this variant out there, right. I think that a lot of these daycares are doing the best that they can to um, circumvent some of those issues and, you know, I, I think it's up to the parents and up to you as the mother to make those decisions on, okay, this is something that I have to do. I have to go back to work because I don't have the same support financially that I did. So that leaves us with no option but to put him into daycare. So I agree with you. Daycare has definitely been helpful. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times... Um, as single mothers, we tend to become bitter because of, you know, we're hurt. Um, things are, you know, unfortunately, the person that we thought was who they are, they're not who they, who, who we thought they were. And so a lot of times what I'm finding is like, I'm not going to keep my son from, you know, his father, because that's giving me a break as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I yeah. think that's another thing that's really yeah. helped me is like, okay, like, yes, you can go with your father. I want you to have a relationship with him. Like, I don't want that to be squandered because of my emotions. So as soon as you take your emotions out of it and you're able to figure out 
a plan on how you're going to go back and forth, it's a lot easier. Now for me, you know, it's a little bit more difficult because we live in completely different states now. So having to drive halfway is a lot. <laughs> um, so sometimes we'll, we'll just have to meet in the middle, but I would have to say like, no, you're going with your dad. <laughs> like that's definitely helpful. Now, I, I think it's interesting though, it's, like our situations are kind of like parallel because my son's father, he works like almost every day of the week so he doesn't even have like that's not really an option for me to just be like yeah. okay go to your dad you know what yeah. I'm saying? So. well yeah I completely agree and I think that mm -hmm. there's there's definitely some flexibility with you know my child's father's um schedule um yeah. so you know with him being in the military like there's going to be days where or weeks months where he's out of the country right yeah. so i don't really have that um opportunity and you know i think still trying to weigh the pros and cons of okay can he go with his grant you know his other set of grandparents and things like that like i have no problem with that but mm -hmm. i also think that we need to keep in mind that there's a pandemic and we can't we can't be showing off a grandchild yeah. who is not vaccinated right so i think that's like definitely some of the conflict that uh you know going into that that i kind of deal with but no you're right like i mean even with you know carter's dad like he works all the time as well and then you know the times that he is home it's like he was out of the country i don't want him yeah. to be exposed to something you know what i mean because of because of that so the next it's number hard. two yeah. is going to be um maintain a daily routine this is something that i have struggled with because i do not like waking up early like i hate waking up early so i don't mind being, it actually like being a mom i like have definitely gotten used to waking up earlier but like mm -hmm. i don't like it like it's not something that i like to do or enjoy but i think with going back to work i'm going to have no choice but to and also scheduling meals, chores, bedtime. I see that you're always um, like sharing sires, yeah. like meals and everything. I mm -hmm. love that. Um, Thank you. And, you know, like I think it's, I think having a consistent routine is definitely going to be helpful. And it also helps the child feel more secure mm -hmm. and it helps them feel more organized. Right. So um, that's definitely like number. Which usually when you're separated, you don't live together. So right. they like routine knowing what comes next because it's like imagine you're a little baby and you don't know okay where am I going now what am I doing like if you have set days of like when your child goes to their parents house their other parents house that's really been important for us right yeah having exactly. that other parent follow that schedule too yeah and we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah. I actually and I don't know if you do this but I have a binder mm. <laughs> I have a binder of like all emergency contacts in that area if they're traveling out of the you know if they're he just recently went on family vacation with his dad's side and if they're traveling like I'll consolidate emergency contacts I'll have his insurance information on there and then I also have like a daily log so that they can mm -hmm. log um what he's eating what he's how much water he's drinking how much milk he's drinking and then any like medical updates that he's recently gone through so that they can stay consistent with what is happening at home so that once he gets back to me 
I don't have to like rush to the doctor or, you know, he has a rash all over his body. Like, how did this happen? What did you guys feed him? And I can kind of look back at that log. It's, you know, obviously it's helpful for me. (laughs) Right. And I can send you like my um, templates and stuff that I use, but basically I just consolidate everything into like a little folder and, and it keep it, it keeps everyone organized and Mm -hmm. you know that's if they actually fill it out but (laughs) at least I can say you know like I did this and you know I have you know a you know paper trail nonetheless and then number three is be consistent with discipline this is a big thing and I think children we we fail to realize that children thought thrive when they know which behaviors um are expected of them And I've struggled with this with, you know, like trying to um, discipline Carter now that he's getting older and he knows like putting him in timeouts and things like that. Um, And it's important to keep abreast of certain things, like even like thumb sucking, for instance, like I had to inform Carter's dad, like we're trying to wean him off of that so that we Mm. don't later on down the road have to get braces for him. So, you know what I mean? Like things like that, where you can kind of, circumvent different things and i would love to know how you compromise with your co-parent if there's compromise there (laughs) and when it comes to discipline and like other psychological um Mm -hmm. things like or no their physiological needs or essentials to your child's well-being like how do you how do you handle that um well there definitely is a little bit of a good parent bad parent thing that goes on but um yeah I feel like personally, I do most of the disciplinary stuff and then the other parent will just watch along. Um, Not much really happens on that side of things as much as I try to encourage it a little bit more. Um, So I don't have any personal advice on that. I'm still struggling with it. No, I completely agree with you. And I think because they don't see that parent all the time, it's like they don't feel, they don't feel as comfortable, I guess, if you will. Like they feel comfortable. Obviously they're happy to be around that parent, but at Mm. the same time, it's like they don't act like I know for Carter anyway, Carter's does not act the way he acts around me that he does around his dad. And I can tell when things have slid, when Mm. Carter comes back, learning new things or he's learned something new and he like tests me in a way because things kind of slide when he's with his dad because he doesn't see him that often so Mm. everything's a game and I'm like no we you know and sometimes what I'll do is when he's doing something like if he's standing up on the on the couch or something or the other day he was hanging from the blinds when he's Mm -hmm. doing that I'm like, you can't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. If you if you continue to do that, you're going to get an ouchie or you're going to get a boo-boo. And I don't want you to cry. You know what I mean? Like you have to tell them, you know, why they can't do a certain thing or they'll just continue to do it. But yeah, I, I think... also feel like that goes into like trying to teach another parent how to parent. You know what I mean? Like, like you said don't it's, it's almost like it doesn't come like that na- like it doesn't come naturally for them yeah it's and in like, a sense, okay. I like totally understand it like right that they don't do that and I try to which is why I stepped right? in yeah mm-hmm. or like leading if you're personally anyone watching this like 
can relate to that. I often like to try and lead by example, not even just with like disciplinary actions or anything, but like um, just so- socializing with the child in general. Like, um, right. I'll be like, oh, you can maybe show him how to use his trucks or, you know, or if he's standing yeah. on the couch, I'll like show him what I do when he's doing something he shouldn't be. And then like, if it happens again, I'll step back and see if he'll fix the problem or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I I think think leading by example is very important. Yeah, leading by example is really important. That's one of the main ways that they learn at that age, Mm -hmm. especially in toddlerhood. Um, But then also knowing that, like, just coming to grips and coming to, like, grips with the fact that, like, they may not be, like, they may not morph into the parent that you may want them to be. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, being okay with the fact that, they're not going to be reading a tons of books and mm-hmm. on child development and they're not going to be investing yeah. their time in different resources that they can tap into. Like, it's just not a, like, it's not a priority for them. Right. It's just not. And so, and that's probably one of the reasons why you're most likely not with them anymore because mm-hmm. the value system is vastly different. Right. So um, that's really good. And I think sometimes people and I mean this is like drastic um measures if it comes to this is sometimes just if you can't get them to you know realize what they're doing sometimes bringing in the court is is you know essential for some situations and saying you know what I'm just gonna have I'm gonna have sole legal custody of our child to make the decisions because I don't think that you can make informed decisions based off of the well-being of our child. And then also knowing that, you know, there's, you can, you know, go to court. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes going to court is important. And that's kind of where, right. And that's sometimes only the solution that works. And um, so, yeah, that's definitely something that's important to look into. And obviously that's going to be different depending on the state that you're in. And then number four is treat kids like kids. I really like this because I really get upset sometimes with individuals and, you know, parents. It's mostly dads who are just like, you know, they kind of confide or like the parent will confide. This is especially for older children, but they'll confide in their children about certain things with Mm -hmm. the co-parent. That's Mm -hmm. not not a child's responsibility. And I think when you look at it from a psychological standpoint, as they become adults, they become, I think sometimes adults, and there's like, this is proven with research that sometimes they'll become emotionally unavailable because of some of the trauma that they were given by the parent, or even if you're in a married, like a, a nuclear family setting, you know, confiding in your children, um, especially school-age children, about the co-parent and parenting. And for me, you know, I love when people love to use the word children are resilient. And I agree, children are resilient, but they shouldn't have to be resilient for for adult mistakes and adult indiscretion. So when it comes to that type of stuff, yes, he's resilient, but he shouldn't have to deal with that. He shouldn't have to be up and down the highway because you decided that this is what you didn't want anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's not fair to him. And then you kind of go into um, their development and developmental delays because of not being able to 
have that nuclear family or not being able to have that two parent household, like it's of the utmost importance. And that goes back to number one, why it's really important to have a village with you. So um, I think one of the most difficult things for me um, with dealing with being a single parent is realizing that our value systems are vastly different and mm -hmm. trying to circumvent that and trying to get through that, like where, what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why, like, do you know what I mean? Like why yeah, is this how you always were? You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, wow, like, we are like our values are so different and it's mm -hmm. you can tell you know what i mean and it's just like where like what happened you know what i mean like just little things that you try to um compromise on and you're just like wow like why can't we come to a compromise on this like mm -hmm. is it because we're too emotionally invested in it or you know what is it are you dealing with something else and that's affecting how you're dealing with this situation like it just doesn't make sense. And so, yeah, I'm just like, I would love to know what's most difficult for you with dealing with being a single parent. Um, I would have to say just being on the same page about certain things. Um, because obviously the dynamic within your relationship changes after right. you leave that. Um, mm -hmm. And so just trying to be on the same page about like they well we're going to discuss this after but like dating again and how to yeah. approach that and how to approach that with your child because it ain't been easy right now dealing with yeah. that and yeah um it's just and, yeah, as well and you as, know that's so interesting you that's so interesting you say that because I have had issues like I guess since we're still technically married, it's like a secret. Like mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not in a position to be dating right now. Like I'm trying to get my life together. And I make that very clear to people who are trying to pursue me. And there's people that are mm -hmm. trying to pursue me. And I just, I have to say like, no, like that's just yeah. not something that I can get involved with right now. I'm already really stretched thin as it is. But like adding another person after getting out of something that was very traumatic, like I don't know that I can be the best person that I can right be. Now. But yeah. that's so interesting that you bring that up because my child's father doesn't want to talk about that. Hmm. Like he doesn't want to, he, he thinks it's like, and I don't know if it's because we're still married or what the case is, but like, I know he's dating. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, know you're I dating. literally know he's dating you know what I mean mm -hmm. because it's like I have women but that's who... something he needs to talk about that though that's very important right. I... and it's just like I mean that's just and that just goes to show how vastly different our our value systems yeah. are you know Especially what I mean like it's someone that you can see yourself maybe long term with Right, and, and I don't think that's the case. The child. That's why it may not be yeah. something. Well, you know I'm what saying, I mean? like, in general, for anyone else who may be yeah. watching this, like, that is very important to discuss right. how that's going to go. Because I know for me, when I found out Sire's dad was dating someone else, I mean, I had already been dating someone else, too. And I mentioned that to him, and I actually invited him to his birthday party, and they got to meet and all that. But Sire had been around the girlfriend, and I had no idea that that was even going 
Yeah. That's like my fear. Mm-hmm. That's that like my really, fear. Yeah. And so you know, that's my fear because for me, it's like if the girlfriend hasn't met your parents, they don't need to be meeting your child. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. just how I see it. If he, if they haven't met your parents, and I think there's also different situations because especially if the other person or the partner has been adulterous or is participating in adultery, especially in marriage or cheating for that matter, mm-hmm. it's like there's a little bit of shame there. So it's like, do I want to bring this? It, it's like you've already set yourself up for failure. You know what I mean? Because you shouldn't even even been in that situation to begin with. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely a slippery slope. And I wish that that's something that, you know, he it's a could hard be more open about. Have, but right. And yeah. I think a part of it is just shame. You know what I mean? Like, and that's mm-hmm. something that he has to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, to me, I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, if, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're dating someone, you're dating someone. Like, I understand that that's what you want to do. But, mm-hmm. like, at the same time, it's, like, it's not that serious. Like, no one, like, we're not married anymore. In in the eyes of, you know, our relationship, like, we're not married. We're just co-parents. So, like, yeah. why are you still, you know what I mean? So, I think one of the next things with that is, like, staying positive. And one of the ways I think it's easy to become overwhelmed with all the responsibilities that come with single parenthood. And like, even before this live, like I was like rushing around Carter had, you know, a dirty diaper and I'm just like, okay, you're going down for a nap because I Mm -hmm. need to have this live without, you know, I love you. But at the same time, it's like, there has to be that separation. So I try to stay positive. And one of the ways that I do that is through my faith and, being consistent with being in the Bible and doing my daily devotions and also just reciting Bible verses when things get really hard so that Mm -hmm. I have that positive reinforcement when I'm going through the thick of it. Right. So what are some ways in which you cope with, um, with the stress of single parenthood and how do you stay positive with that? This has been a way for me to cope, like learning more about other people's, relationship struggles and what they went through and connecting Mm -hmm. definitely um because I really don't have anyone that I know personally that's gone through this oh besides my mom my mom has been a really huge help too because yeah I mean even though I was adopted and she was a single mother even before that like she's been a really big help in just teaching me how to deal with someone who's difficult and still be cordial and be the bigger person and just you Mm -hmm. know just parent your child and the other person will do what they want to do right exactly it's all about the kid and And you can't control that knowing I think one of the biggest ways positive how I stay positive one obviously my face two um I'm I've been going to therapy since we've separated since February. So therapy mm-hmm. has been really helpful and therapeutic. Um, and it's also allowed me to learn some coping skills on how to deal with really d- difficult people. And I think in the Bible, it also talks about how to deal with really d- diff- difficult people and in terms yeah. of turning the other cheek and, you know, um, basically praying for your enemies and praying for those who persecute you and things like that and keeping them in your prayers. So I definitely yeah. keep him in his pra- in my prayers. And um, yeah, my parents have been a huge help as well. Um, and then also just my extended family, like my aunt and my grandmother and, 
you know, they've just been super helpful in just helping me with this emotionally and knowing that this too shall pass. Like this is not going to be a forever thing, which is like one of the things that I really look forward to. And it's also, I've seen the progress that I've made. Oh yeah. Like I've seen, like, it's so crazy how vastly different just six months ago, how I was in my mental state and how I am now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a part of it is just doing something for myself and getting a job and, you know, kind of creating that self-worth and knowing whose I am, which is God's and not putting my confidence in man, especially if, you know, if they're your husband or your boyfriend or whoever, whoever, because people are inevitably going to let you down and you, you can't always put them on a pedestal because one day they'll come down, you know what I mean? And so keeping in mind that you cannot control what other people do, but you can control what you do is definitely what keeps me going and keeps me in a positive um, light. And then I love the last tip, which is six, and that's take time for your children and for yourself. Don't forget about yourself. And even, you know, with the piles of laundry and the dishes and, you know, having to do reels and lives and work (laughs) and, you know, organizing all of that, you have to still make time for your family, which is you and your son and your immediate family that you're living with. And I think that, you know, now that Carter's older, he's definitely showing signs that he wants attention. And so I have to take those cues when he wants me to play with him or get down to his level and read to him or something like that. And I think Mm -hmm. one of the ways that I balance time for myself is making sure that I'm in my Bible. Like that's my me time because I know that he's not always going to need me. You know what I mean? Like, so how do you balance it? Cause I know you're dating, you work, you got a baby. Like how do you do it all? Because I'm like, I'm trying to take tips from you. My boyfriend is tired of me because I barely get to see him that often. Um, But I try my mom. Like I said, my mom is, my mom is godsend. She is my biggest helper. Um, she lets me take the time that I need to do whatever. Um, and I'm still young. So obviously, I want to yeah. go hang out with some friends. I want to go party every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and so she tries to make sure that I'm still taking care of me. Um, yeah. because that's that's something that I really didn't focus on at all for like the yeah. first six months of being a mom I completely yeah. lost myself like totally yeah um yeah and so I feel like I'm just now getting into the swing of especially with creating a schedule like we talked about really yeah. helpful um but I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just now even a year later um getting into the swing of how to focus on me and get the mm-hmm. things that I want to do done um, for my yeah. own pleasure, as well as taking care of Sire. And that even sometimes looks like me doing work outside um, while he's playing outside in the backyard. Yeah. And then I'll yeah. put it down for 30 minutes and go spend some time with him. Um, yeah. So it can yeah. look different for everyone, obviously. But Yeah, yeah. And I, I would have to say, again, I'm not dating. I'm not actively dating anyone. So that's taken a lot of the guesswork out of how I spend time for me like I don't Mm. you know I'm just not in a mental space to be dating actively dating and just dating is ghetto like it's like (laughs) this day and age it definitely takes (laughs) time though it takes time but I'm just like what Mm. like this is what this is now 
like it's just it's completely beyond like it's completely beyond me because i'm just like no like that's not how that's supposed to be you know what i mean like i just i feel weird you haven't gotten back into that like fine Mm -hmm. like when i was talking to people you know just casually yeah what's out there or whatever um finding someone who is accepting and like understanding of the situation that yes i still have a baby daddy um and i also have a child so we can't hang out all the time and i'm you know i'm a busy my child comes first yeah and it's hard to find someone that gets that so yeah Yeah. when you do start good luck (laughs) right and i think it's easier for you know for in my situation anyway it's easier for carter's dad to go and put himself out there because he doesn't have a child all the time so of course you're (laughs) already you know what i mean of course you're already dating you know what i mean like that's in a way like his coping mechanism in a way which you know that's left to be said on whether or not that's healthy or not but that's just how he deals with things right Mm -hmm. and to like i said i can only control what i can control and i just don't want to get in in any entanglements if you will (laughs) and i just feel (laughs) like i just Mm -hmm. don't like that's just not my goal Um, as a christian as a kingdom woman like that's just not my goal uh, at all in life i can't even say just right now but I think it's definitely important to find, like you said, find someone who understands that situation and isn't going to get jealous too. Because I find a lot of um, people that they're dating, like they'll get jealous of the baby dad, and you're just like, wait a minute, like there's a reason why he's my baby dad. Like why? But I will say that because um, my boyfriend right now he has two kids of his own, so yeah. he like he knows the ups and downs of what comes with all of that so yeah. I feel like it's kind of feel like helped me in a strange yeah. way because yeah. I hear what goes on with his situation and yeah. so I learn a lot on how mm-hmm. like what not to do as a baby mother you know um, yeah so yeah no it's a, it's definitely it's definitely eye-opening and so mm-hmm. um for those who have just recently gone on I see some new faces here Um, We just talked and prepared six ways to reduce single parent stress. And those six ways are it takes a village, maintain a daily routine, be consistent with discipline, treat kids like kids, stay positive, and finally take time for your child and for yourself. And if you guys missed the entire live, you can just go back and watch it in its entirety on IGTV once I save it to my profile Um, And thank you so much, Willow, again, for getting on with me and sharing our motherhood woes and Mm -hmm. um, in a respectful manner, because I'm sure we could easily, we (laughs) could easily, we could get into it. We we could get into it, which we can, (laughs) we still still can with DM. like just you and me but like we do sometimes though it's a struggle it is a struggle sometimes and like i don't think that we're giving it justice but i think everyone has their own process and everyone has their own experience with it and so it's Mm -hmm. just important to make the best of it and just keep reminding yourself that controlling the things that you can control and and one of the main things is keeping our baby safe you know like you know, and keeping him safe, not only physically, but emotionally, too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you so much. And I'll have this saved on IGTV. And thank you again, Willow, for hopping on. Thank you this for coming to this live. idea. Of yeah. course. And we'll talk to you soon.
Bye. Bye, everyone.